The day was Wednesday, 16th of July, 1969. 650 million people fixed their eyes on the television to see the mission to the moon, Apollo 11. Three men, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins successfully left Earth and for four days they were in space before both Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin uh, were able to uh, land successfully on the moon. Neil Armstrong was the first man who put his feet on the surface of the moon. And both him and his friend Buzz, they walked on the surface of the moon for about three hours collecting some samples before they returned to Earth. But before they left, they uh, left on the moon some souvenirs. And among them was a disk with messages of goodwill from many countries on, on the Earth, from Afghanistan to Zimbabwe, and included also on that disk the full uh, nine verses of Psalm 8. Wonderful. Come with me to study this uh, psalm to see why uh, Neil Armstrong was happy to leave the words of this psalm into uh, the uh, surface of the moon. And his friend was saying to him, Buzz Alderlin, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? Today, I would like to share with you briefly uh, three points from structuring this psalm. And uh, uh, they are going like this. Celebrating God's character, verses 1 and 2. Celebrating God's creation, verse 3. Celebrating God's care, verses 4 to 9. Uh, so let us start. Celebrating God's character. Verse 1 and 2. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Normally, when you hear people praying, you have uh, these kind of petitions, list of requests. Uh, people are asking God for help uh, to elevate some personal problems or difficulties. But as you study the words of this psalm, uh, we don't see petitions, we don't see requests, we don't see uh, any mention of any um, personal uh, asking. However, we see praise and worship. This psalm, reading this psalm alone, is a meditation uh, because it releases the imaginations and the thoughts towards uh, this splendor uh, creator and to his uh, wonderful creation. The psalm starts and ends with a word of thanks, with a word of praise, with a word of adoration. For from the beginning of the day, as one commentator puts it, to the end, the believers realize that God has added to his day blessings, um, graces that even exceeded the day before. And that's why we sing, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new mercies I see, 
All I have needed, thy hand have provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. I wonder if we, as God's people, take the proper time to really reflect on the words of these songs and hymns, to thank God, to spend time just uh, uh, in time of quietness, adoring and praising the God of heaven. King David start this praise by saying, O Lord, our Lord. In the Hebrew, O Lord, that is the personal name of God, Yahweh. King David declares that Yahweh is his Lord and Master. He is his creator. This great king is humbling himself under the mighty hand of God. He's bowing before the name of God, the personal God of the people of Israel. Uh, he is uh, the holy God. He is the pure God. He's offering him praise and worship. But uh, this uh, relationship with God, the master of earth, the creator, the great God, is a personal relationship. For David says, O Lord, Adonai, our Lord, what a privilege that this great God is to be our God. Do you take pride that you are a follower of the Lord Jesus? Or you feel that somehow uh, if someone asks you, well, I'm, a, I'm a Christian, yes, but keep it quiet. There is a God who is our God, Jehovah, Yahweh, who is the maker of heaven and earth. Most of you perhaps have seen the Olympics and were supporting the team GB. Uh, Joan used to come to me when, uh, in the study and she said, oh, we gained one more gold. And uh, I just reflected on that. We gain. Well, Joan is in Cardiff here. She's not in Tokyo but there is affinity, there is a, a pride in, in the Team GB and how much more that we have this pride, this, this adoration of the God who is our God. God is not far from us, as some may think, for in him we find life, we find joy because he gives us our need in its time. He is a good master. He's a kind master to his people. Therefore, David added, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. But why mentioning the name of God? Why saying your excellent name? Or to quote Shakespeare, what's in a name? Ah, well, the name reflects the character. In the name of God, we learn more about his character, his attributes, uh, when the name uh, of God is being mentioned, you have some sense of awe to that great God who's, uh, who's there. And uh, the name of God reveals uh, how we need every aspect of that name ourselves. So, for example, if you are worried, if you are having problems, he is, uh, he is Jehovah Shalom. He is the God of peace. If you are uh, sick and need uh, help and healing, he is Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals us. And if you are uh, in need of some sorts, uh, he is Jehovah Jireh, he's the God who provides. 
If you are weak, he is El Shaddai, the Almighty God. He is the powerful one. If you need protection, he is your heavenly father. This is why David, because the name of God is so vast, so deep, said only, how excellent is your name. If you believe today that you are away from this God, you don't know him personally, you know, his name is Jesus. And the name Jesus is meaning to save. God saves. He is the friend. He is the beloved one. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is all sufficient uh, to you and to me. I remember uh, Kuri Tamboom, uh, a Dutch uh, lady who was uh, helping uh, the Jews by hiding them during the Second World War. And uh, eventually she was caught by the Germans and was sent with her sister Bitsy uh, to uh, the notorious concentration camp of Ravensbrück. And she was praying with her sister and saying to her, well, we haven't done anything wrong. And her sister, Betsy, said these words, there is no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper still. There is no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper still. He is all sufficient to every situation you go through. How excellent is your name. The character of God, the name of God, is not limited to one country, but to all countries. He is the God of Britain as well as the God of Afghanistan. He is the God in Haiti as well as the God in Nigeria. He is uh, uh, his character, uh, his attributes, his works are known to every people uh, and every corner of the earth has seen his wonderful works. He is mighty, he is glorious, and his majesty is being set above the heavens. This is why we sing again, great is thy faithfulness. O God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changes not, thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. God doesn't change. He is the same God that David was uh, prouding himself to have the God of heaven and earth to be his God is the same of our God. Well, David was not the only person who was praising God and thanking him. But he mentions here uh, another group, another person, group of people who are, who are praising God too. Uh, this uh, shepherd who became great king prophesied to say that from the mouths of the babes and the nursing infants, you have ordained strength. Well, after a thousand years and then the times of the Lord Jesus Christ on earth, we have this story uh, recorded to us by, the, uh, uh, by Matthew uh, in his gospel. And in chapter 21, the Lord Jesus, uh, after his uh, wonderful entry into Jerusalem, uh, blind men and lame came to him and he healed them all. Everybody was so excited about this great healer. The children 
cried again and sang to him. And they said, Hosanna to the son of David. Hosanna means save us, O son of David. Well, it seems like the children understood Jesus' identity before the religious leaders who came very angry and asked Jesus to stop those who are singing. But Jesus quoted from the word, the exact word from this psalm, and he silenced his enemies. We can see uh, the evidence of God using the weak and uh, the, the, the young to, uh, to shame those who are strong. You have the story of David himself as a young man going to face Goliath, that uh, uh, giant who is a trained killer, and told him, you come to me with the sword and the spear and the javelin, but I, I come to you by the name of the God of the armies of Israel. Who is this God who is glorious? A funny story uh, attributed to Augustine. He was thinking of uh, writing a new book, and uh, he thought, oh, I would like to write a book about the Trinity. So to gather his thoughts, he was walking uh, by the seaside, and uh, so this uh, little child who is digging on the sand, making a hole. And then he saw him walking with his little bucket to the sea, collecting water, coming back, emptying in the hole. And Augustine said to him, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm trying to empty the whole sea in this hole. And uh, Augustine said, that's silly. That's impossible. You will not be able to do that. Anyway, he left him. And as he was reflecting, he said, how could I being a man, to write something, to write just a book about Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Trinity, about God. Well, let us celebrate God's character. Let's give him the glory for who he is. Secondly, celebrating God's creation. Verses 3, King David had strong reasons why to praise God. For at night, he could uh, lift his eyes to the skies to see the stars uh, shimmering uh, like a diamond on a black velvet of the uni black universe, dark universe. Perhaps he remembered this night when uh, he was uh, outside uh, tending to the sheep of his father in Bethlehem in his own uh, naked eyes, perhaps could see uh, hundreds uh, of, uh, of stars. Uh, how beautiful they look. I'm afraid that uh, uh, here in Cardiff, because of the clouds, you cannot see that uh, wonderful uh, view, but sometimes you can. I, I, I remember when I was serving in the military uh, in Egypt uh, and going in the desert of, uh, outside Cairo, and uh, the night is so dark, and suddenly you lift your eyes and you see the brilliance of thousands and thousands of these stars. Well, we thought that uh, that's it. They are all just only thousands of stars to discover that actually our Milky Way has billions of stars. And now after releasing uh, the Hubble telescope, every day the NASA, they discover new discoveries about another galaxy, uh, that uh, we discover that our own galaxy, the Milky Way, is considered to be a small size of billions of galaxies around us. 
and every day the, 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 the scientists scratching their heads about how vast that universe. It's the work of God's fingers. One scientist tried to explain the universe to his disciples and to his uh, uh, students, sorry. And uh, he was trying to explain to them the size of the earth in comparison uh, with, uh, with the sun. And he said, if you imagine the sun is like a cricket ball, the earth will be like uh, the size of a mustard seed. You need actually 1100 of the earth to fill just the circle of the sun. It's quite staggering. Recently in July, we had Richard Bronson visit to uh, the space. He went uh, as high as 52 miles, and then he looked back to see the Earth, and he said, I have always dreamt about what it would be like to be in space, looking back to this incredible Earth. He only went 52 miles. I was looking, how far is the sun uh, away from the earth. It's 93 million miles. Let's give us a perspective on the vastness of this small or medium-sized galaxy called uh, uh, the Milky Way in which the earth is very small. Well, we humans are considered to be a grain of sand in this huge uh, sandy beach, but this great God has created everything in a wonderful order. He's the one who keeps the universe ticking in, uh, in, in a perfect order. Days, months, seasons, in the right time. He, cre he keeps the creation with the word of his mouth. And we sing again, summer and winter and spring time and harvest, sun, moon and stars in their courses above. Join with all nature in a manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. How much time do we take to spend, to meditate, and to uh, do like King David says, how majestic or how excellent is your name? Let me ask, how about your prayer time? Is your prayer time like a, a long list to the Lord? Or there is time to reflect on his character. There is time to reflect on his works. There is time to thank him for his care. And not just only for us and our friends and our communities and our countries, but also for the whole world. Celebrating God's creation. Then lastly, celebrating God's care, verses 4 to 9. Although the universe, as big as it is, is a good reason to give thanks and praise and adoration to our God. There is another reason why David was gasping with amazement and admiration. After he was inspired by the greatness of God's creation comes that question. Uh, he is, he's, he's really uh, amazed by it. And he says this, what is a man that you mindful of him? The man who is considered to be the smallest of creatures uh, in this small planet called Earth, in that 
galaxy called Milky Way, among all of these stars and galaxies and, and great creation that God has honored, that God has raised this man, that he thought of him to give him honor and glory, to make him, uh, to have the dominion over the works of his hand. But what did man do? Well, he littered earth, he contaminated water, he polluted air, and he failed in taking care of the creation that God has given him. We see some evidence of an angry nature because of the way we are treating our surroundings. But did God destroy humanity because of failure of keeping the, the, the task that they were giving? No. It's amazing what David says. The son of man that you visit him. Does God visit man? Did God attempt to do that? Yes, of course. Well, listen to what the Apostle Paul said. He said, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoptions as son. The Lord Jesus Christ came to sort out our problems. The Lord Jesus Christ came because we were lost. We were lost in ourselves. We were lost in our sins. We were lost in, into uh, failing to worship God the way he asked us to do and the way to preserve his work. He came to recognize and to reconcile this guilty man to a holy God. And on the cross, the Lord Jesus was like a magnet drawing to himself everything that was against him, anything that against his, his character, his holiness, anything against his purity, anything against his, uh, uh, his uh, uh, innocence, uh, that is everything that we have committed, our unrighteousness, our bad deeds, our bad thoughts, our bad uh, uh, words, everything. And the Lord took it upon himself, upon himself on the cross. And as a magnet, he gave us something. He made uh, an exchange. He took from us our bad and he gave to us his goodness. He gave to us his righteousness. He enclosed us with the robe of righteousness. And after he had committed the, after he had finished the work, he said it's finished. He restored to us the fellowship that we have lost with the Holy God. The Lord Jesus Christ is the perfect mediator and the only mediator between God and man. What is your response to such news? If you are a believer today, would you thank God with me for his goodness to us? We thank God for his love for us, so that Jesus, when we were yet sinners, died for us. And because of Jesus, we have that intimate relationship with God. That's why we sing again, pardon for sins and peace that endureth, thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide, strength for today and high and bright hope for tomorrow, blessings all mine with 10,000 besides. But this psalm also speaks about the risen Christ, the Christ who is seated 
uh, on the throne. For he said in verse 6, you have put all things under his feet. Well, this phrase cannot be interpreted as it belongs to Adam and his offspring after the fall. Because of sin, uh, the human race failed to achieve the purposes that God had for them. Only in Christ that people could be snatched out from the mighty pit of sin and its destruction and enter into the glory that God has prepared for them. That's through their union with Christ Jesus. Have you realized the benefits we have in being belonging to Christ, being in Christ, being united to Christ. It is God the Almighty, the creator of everything around us, has prepared this message of salvation for you and for me. No wonder David ends his psalm by saying the same words, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Now, how can we apply this psalm in our lives? Perhaps tonight you are not sure of your relationship with God. Have you ever thought that behind this intelligent design, there is a personal God, there is a personal creator, and he has plans for your life, even before the creation of this world? Perhaps you are far away, and he's calling you, to himself, come back. He will receive you with an arm open wide. If you are a Christian today, what is stopping you from praising God, from going out uh, uh, with joy to sing his praises? What's stopping you uh, to give thanksgiving to God uh, on his character and on what he has done for you? I would like to leave you with a proverb from the Arab world, from the desert of North Africa. It's kind of a question. They said, what is the worst crime in the desert? And the answer would be finding water and keeping silence. And we have the living water. We have the Lord Jesus Christ, who is able to save to the uttermost. Do we keep this news to ourselves? Or do we share it with others? Well, let's pray together that this week God will give us to overflow with thanksgiving and praise and also to tell others about this magnificent God to sing as we go out. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Let's pray. We thank you, Lord God, for this magnificent creation that you have made. We realize, Lord God, that uh, you have kept the creation in its order. Uh, The days, uh, the weeks, the months, uh, the seasons, all was kept by a word of your mouth. We thank you for your love for us. We thank you that the Lord Jesus Christ is our Lord and Captain. And he promised to lead us. As Christians, help us to worship you and to praise you and to thank you every day of our lives, to speak of your goodness to others. Oh, gracious Lord, help us to start the week with praising your holy name.
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.